3: Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me. Add your stories. Add your tales. Let's uh, let's get into this thing. And welcome back, uh, episode one tenish maybe with. <laughs> today with uh victor hello and colin hey guys and marcus Hi yeah i don't think pat i think pat said what he could only make it at one or something like that so he's pat is not here uh although after uh, i've heard of smack talking of uh skyrim recently so i don't know we may be banning all fallout feed people from the skyrim i don't know <laughs> uh, it's i think that's a good
0: idea i would say that um, Pat was abstaining from the Skyrim Bashing. The other two were the two who were the two. Guilt so. by
3: association.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I will go with that. So he'll get the cue ball. The rest of them get like, you know, the full one to eight.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so today we're going to do, uh, the round table feedback for the first set of episodes. And also I have some, uh, other feedback that I saved for this because, uh, it involved modding. And uh, I figured I'd have some modding experts on. We have those, right?
0: Who are they? <laughs> what? Where? Who?
4: <laughs> Who's a modding expert? Uh,
3: so there was a modding question that I saved um, for the first one there. So, uh, how's everybody doing on the round table uh, character in general?
0: I'm loving it. Yeah. Same here? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing pretty well so far. She's in a holding pattern, which kind of suits it because I'm not doing any of the quests oh, okay. until until a day before, probably two or three days before we got to record the next one, so it's all fresh in my mind. Yeah, it's a lot fresher that way. Yeah. Mm, but I it, do the same thing. It also suits the character because she's like she's in hiding. She, told, she has told her not to do anything too extraordinary, so she hasn't been doing anything. So she's just been sitting around doing en- enchanting, practicing her smithing, and. <laughs> Um, pretty much just like wandering around uh doing side quests for the dawn
5: guard and ah. for the companions yeah i I've, I've been really enjoying getting back to playing on the on the uh on a console yeah you know, instead of pc it's been a long time since i've played a a long term character on a console on in skyrim anyway
3: so, yeah i kind of took a break from the round table when i went on vacation cuz i didn't have uh, I have my round table on the Xbox One, and I didn't have it with me, so I uh, kind of took a break. But I'm going through the Civil War as a Stormcloak, since that was my faction, I believe. Um, and I haven't done that probably since the beginning, when I realized uh, that was probably the wrong way to go. But um... <laughs> but it's a I'm... It's matter go- of opinion and how much skooma you've taken. It's true. It's true. It's, it's not like the other side's clean in this... this battle here but uh i am going through... we're very clean yeah we're very... <laughs> i am going Mark through as a run. storm cloak though so it's different um so i there's plenty of time for me so i i'm getting through that i'll probably get through the civil war quest line before the next episode that's next week right is next episode isn't ne- it's next uh, week yeah next saturday yeah yeah so yeah. i i should be through the civil war by then um i'm pretty far along uh, liberate liberated Falkreath. I uh, have a few more things to do. Uh, once you start getting to those other quests, you're kind of hopping all over the map. And since I'm not fast traveling, I, maybe I won't be done until the episode after that, but uh,
5: close enough anyway. But uh, yeah. yeah I finished that's... the companions. So... Oh, did you? Yeah, she's now the harbinger. Well, I, I finished the, my roundtable companions. I haven't finished my Let's Play yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> due to s- several technical difficulties over the... <laughs> the, the uh, uh, my attempts at uh, getting it done oh well
0: Yeah, I'm, i've got um what's it the the let's play drop today it's uh, andrews and,
5: yeah and, yeah, yeah, yeah it was fire. good i've listened to the first episode it was fun yeah i've listened to that one as well
0: oh, yeah. i'm saving it probably i'll save it before i go in for a bath so i'm nice and naked
4: <laughs> the only thing is that um it's a bit confusing when I'm walking a dog's listening to it because I can hear his uh dog companions barking in the background. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so I, keep, I keep on looking around then. thinking that my dogs are barking at something.
0: <laughs> oh, that's <great. laughs> yeah. He, he, So yeah, Andrew, if you're
4: listening, that. you need to turn that <laughs> off. Get that moth. Yeah.
3: Oh, his yeah. dog is constantly. I haven't listened to that episode yet. His dog is constantly barking. Well, he's got <laughs> Barbas
5: and, and Oh dog. Jesus! Yeah. He has
3: Barbus so. with him. Oh yeah. my yeah. God! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. Sure. Yeah, that's a problem because uh, he never shuts up in that. No. <laughs> that no. Whole thing. Oh God! Yesu. Yeah, so, yeah, otherwise, I I did uh, try out. I think I talked about it on the last one. Um, the se on my pc and i was able to run it at ultra um so i actually started a character on that as well just playing at vanilla um while i was away and uh that was fun too because i'm just kind of going through it i may use that for future let's plays since it's vanilla and and take my old edition and uh wipe it out and do the under thing with it really huh interesting since, since I have – I'll be playing the modded version on Xbox One and then probably Vanilla SE
5: until uh, uh, down the road a little bit on the PC. Yeah, I'm not going to be playing the SE version on PC for quite some time yet. It's just not worth it.
3: Yeah, the Vanilla is fine. It's running good. But, I mean, I'm
5: not ready to start modding it. And <laughs> Well, yeah, there's and there's really no sense. There's, it's – for PC use, anyway, the the mod scene there isn't is, isn't going to be good until uh, SKSU drops for yeah. for SE and 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 then a couple months after that, you know, for all the modders to get their stuff everything to catch done. up and work yeah. itself out. Yeah, so I got a nice stable build in, on the PC right now in the legacy version. So
3: yeah, and, uh, so do I. That's why I'm afraid to touch it. But uh, with the other two versions, I'm like, you know what? That's that's probably enough. I, do I need three going at once? <laughs>
5: <laughs> yes you do and, probably and you could buy a ne- an nx or whatever that new nintendo thing is coming out too
3: uh yeah i probably will i probably will so that's <laughs> that's probably true uh so um we do have some feedback this is a non-roundtable related so let me pull that up real quick it's just kind of a quick question um this is from ethan uh, let's see he just found the show he's wondering does anybody have experience building mods Specifically, he saw one called Build a Town, which looks awesome. Also one called Jarl of Iverstead. Both look great. Has anybody used those? I have not used either. Have you ever heard of those or used those?
5: No, I've heard, heard of any. them. Yeah, I've heard of them. The, I would, the only thing I would say to him is uh, look at the date the mod was first uploaded and look at the last date it was updated. Then look in the post sections, if if it's on Nexus anyway um and and see when the last post was because if the mm-hmm. thing hasn't been updated for three years you don't want to uh you with don't want to yeah it's it's probably going to be a little buggy and and uh, especially the build a town one i think that that was uh there's a there's another one what's it called um stew over couch warrior was using it a lot mm. um uh tundra defense i think it's called Oh uh, okay um, that one I think is pretty stable. If you want something where you can build a town-like area, I'd say Tundra Defense is probably a better bet. Yeah.
3: When I get um, and then he replied, I guess he's playing on he's playing the SE version on Xbox One, um, uh, but uh, he's hoping something like that will get moved over soon. Um, but who knows? I don't know. Is there any town building ones on uh, Xbox One? That does that? I don't think so. Is there?
5: I haven't. I haven't noticed any. I, I usually kind of ignore them because I they, they never seem very satisfactory.
3: Yeah, I don't use um, them either. Um, yeah. No, it's not my sort of
4: thing. So I generally leave those sort of things alone when it comes to Skyrim.
5: Yeah, I mean, I love that kind of stuff, uh, but but it's just it's really hard to to build a mod that that does enough. You know, I mean, it was even hard for Bethesda to build stuff into <laughs> the game like Fallout Four. You know? True. So, true or Hearthfire's stuff it's it's even harder for a modder, i think but
3: yeah oh let's see that's game awards oh yes Jeremy's doing uh some game awards over at uh game talk okay say game talk uh let's see if i have the categories here i'll, I'll pull up the facebook post in, in a minute i'll get that while we're listening to the next uh let's see that's let's play fallout going through my email here so much so many emails in here. Ah, oh, here we go. Feedback for Roundtable Episode 1. Uh, this is from... Oh, it's from Ray. Let's see. Here we go. Let me. Uh... Oh, I can open that right up in Google Drive, I think. All right. got to go to my drive to play it, though. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that I actually had to go to the drive to play it. Sorry about that. <laughs> Go. <laughs> i hit on it and then i was like oh that's that's a problem that's not play." uh rusty rusty you know let's say skyrim round table there we go i may just download the other ones it's probably easier for me actually that's what i'm gonna do
4: let's just
3: download it that'll be faster <laughs>
4: if you want i can chat about my character
3: for yeah you go on again. go go for it
4: yeah so um after a little
3: bit of help from Well uh, oh, sorry Colin about that. first
6: episode.
3: Go ahead. Sorry about that. <laughs> it started oh, no, playing automatically.
6: <laughs>
5: uh, producer of the well. year.
4: <laughs> so yeah, after help from uh, Colin on Facebook. Um, I uh, I downloaded Ordinator and uh, sorted out all of my magic her and all the rest of it and um, I've been running around for the first time ever playing Skyrim as a mage. Um, oh, yeah. My character's called Tannis, uh, he's uh, obviously a mage, uh, an elf, and um, has been uh, running amuck around uh, Skyrim at the moment, trying to get as many spells under his belt as possible, ready to uh, kick ass at the moment. Um, I initially had some issues um, as never doing much spell type stuff before. I um, accidentally cast Mage Light at Chizago at a really bad moment in a battle, trying to get candlelight because I couldn't see. (laughs) And uh, just generally getting confused with a lot of things like that because usually I just sword and board it. So, you know, I never really have to think too much about anything. Um, 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 And then, obviously, as as I've never actually done any... uh, any mage guild quests before as well to pick up jazago you have to do um his quest about the fire scrolls
3: oh yes yeah yeah
4: <laughs> yeah considering that i'm running this um this playthrough as um uh, you know if i die then that's it sort of thing and on the hardest level you know I, that almost caught me completely. Oh. You know, almost killed my character off straight away.
3: That would have been a horrible way to die and end the character.
4: <laughs> yeah. So literally, the first fire scroll fired off as uh, as one of the uh, as one of the undead came towards me, and I think it was a draugr. I, I went into the uh, the crypt where the draugr of um, started running amok in there, and um, I can't remember. I think I was in. in um... Uh can't remember exactly where it is off the top of my head now. <laughs> I should have written that down. Um, but um as soon as he did that, all I did was just run through the whole entire place. But I fired off my special ability for my um magic to regenerate quicker. And I was just running around, just healing myself with both hands, just running at things. <laughs> I think that was the easiest way I found that to work. <laughs>
0: Yeah, did you put any anything into uh, into health because it's tough with that bloody thing? It kills you.
4: No, I didn't. Oh man, <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: Yeah, that's, that's what I did. Yeah. Just the first fire scroll kicked off, and it literally almost killed me. Oh man! So I, I mean, that was pretty much like level four. <laughs> I was level four at that moment. Oh god. Um, so then I uh I realised at that point that Gizago is a dick. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he is a dick yes, and he yes. is just covered in fur. So um af- after that I was uh very perturbed at actually taking him around with me, but I took him around anyway. Um suffice to say, unfortunately, um rest in peace, Gizago. Um I uh I got so annoyed with him that I threw a fireball at him and shot him off the top of (laughs) Hrythrothgar. Oh, you brought him up there with you? (laughs) Yeah, I I took him up there. And uh, after he helped me uh, kill off the the, uh, troll on the way up and I learned my shouts and stuff like that, um, I turned around, I looked at him and I thought, do you know what? You're (laughs) You're a dick. So I, I literally <laughs> lit his ass on fire and just watched him flail off the top end of there and just ragdoll all the way down.
5: Uh, <laughs> That's a very traditional spot to to uh, murder companions, by the way. Yes, yes. Oh, it really? Is, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Fusro Da or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's Right the, off the
4: mountain there, yeah. 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 Well, I thought, you know, considering that he tried to set fire to me, I'd return the favor. Absolutely. Deserved it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he basically smelled like burnt catnip.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's also a good place to uh, kill uh, Shadowmere by accident if you hand the controller. Oops. This was when Con- oh, Connor was, I don't know, it was when the first game first came out. So, what was that, five years ago? So, he was like four, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, I had no idea you could kill Shadowmere at that point. And wow, he ran him off uh, High Hrothgar and found a way. I was like, where did <laughs> the <laughs> horse go? He's like, I oh, he died. I was like, oh, oh great. <laughs>
4: Yeah, the only thing I found out, though, after that is I had to um, buy my way back into the uh, mage guild because I killed him.
3: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, they penalize you. That's true. Yeah, they weren't too happy about that.
4: Apparently, they really like cats.
5: <laughs> well, they don't like they, – they've lost so many apprentices over the years, they just don't like losing them. You know? Yeah, they, they just, yeah. just need the bodies. Well, to be point. honest, you know, I could have
4: just gone down there and you know risen him from the dead and walked over into the college and just left him there at the gate. <laughs> but, you know. I thought that would have been a little bit harsh. Plus, he stank. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it, that, that's essentially good, what happened with me and Jazago Really, mage so is a, a
3: tough early play. For sure. Yeah,
4: yeah. As, as I said, as I'd never done those quests before, that one caught me by surprise. You know, I thought, oh, you know, flame cloak, you know, just walk through, <laughs> you know, kill, kill a few Joroka. It'll be easy. No,
3: no, no, no. <laughs> Are you working uh, Illusion in with it?
4: Uh, no, not really. Um, what I've done is I um, took on Colin's advice, and I found out that um, runes are really useful, especially uh. when you're going up against Draugr that haven't actually come out of their crypts yet. Oh, you can cause you it. just fire a rune off just by their
3: crypt, and uh. they will
4: blow up in their crypt as they're trying to get up.
3: Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. yeah i never thought of that yeah i never really did that i always try and shoot them with stuff so what i did is just stuck
4: um runes on both hands and i just fired one off to the left because i i I was going down a corridor and there was um about six or seven of them because i got the um the you know the amulet pieces the fragments
3: oh yeah the Uh, the goldor yeah
4: yeah i've got that now i've put that together in that last bit where you go through um in the last antechamber. Um, I literally fired them off at the uh, at the caskets as I was walking down. So I was literally just walking through the middle of the room and just burning them as they went across.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's a good way, so, to do yeah. It. It, it, as I said, Colin, if you if you ever want to try it, it is actually quite a lot of fun doing it that way.
0: Yeah, I've I've always wanted to do it. Uh, did you did you manage to get the the special runes from uh, Talvis over in Solstheim? No. You never told me about that. Yeah, Talvis. Uh, the you know, um, the... what's his name? He's the mage. Yeah, Nellos apprentice. Yeah, and he has frenzy runes, mm-hmm. poison runes, and ash runes.
5: Yeah, they're awesome. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, yeah, but don't they cost more though? They're they're like they're pretty high level spells, aren't they? Uh, that's alright. I've I've I think I'm level
4: twenty six now. Oh. I've just been like derping around and like leveling myself up ready for the rest of the quests.
5: Well I mean they um, cost a lot of magic, so so mm, No,
4: but I've been piling it's, in into magic. It's groups, of... Yeah. Mm, oh oh yeah. right, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So if I go into a major battle I just fire off my special ability and just sit there and watch them try and kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if I set a load of runes and traps in different places now. So what I'll do yeah. is I'll plan out my um, my attack strategy and if I know roughly where a dragon's going to land, if he's landed there once he'll land there again the next time round and I just dump a whole load of runes down and you, I think I posted a picture up on Facebook a little while ago which almost looked like a whole entire screen full of fire <laughs> Yeah, basically the dragon landed just as I finished placing my last rune and I ran out of magicka and I didn't quite run far enough away Oh no <laughs> <laughs> And it just obliterated the
3: whole entire area. How many runes tonight- can you do right now? Pardon? How many runes can you put down right now?
4: Um, I haven't counted, but I lost count as I was dropping them down, so I, I, I don't know how many actually went off. But I, I haven't actually seen any disappear.
0: Uh, they don't disappear, but they do do go de deac- uh, they do go inactive. Ah, right. Uh- uh, was it Ordinator is great for runes because it has some extra special uh, – extra perks to attach to it? Yeah, I've got those. Up, I think you can get up to lay down five active runes or maybe ten.
3: Oh, okay. That's
0: what it is. I, yeah. I,
4: yeah, I think it was probably ten then because I didn't I, – it was one hell of a bang when it went off.
3: Is that in Destruction? <laughs> <laughs> they were all in a very tight spot. It's in uh, Destruction one?
0: Let me pull that up actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh... I don't
4: think it tells you exactly how many. I think it just tells you it's like uh, a... Yeah,
0: Yeah, you can go further distance and um, increases the amount of active runes you can have.
4: Yeah, but it never tells you what the cap is, (laughs) which is really annoying.
0: Yeah.
4: What I should do is just lay them in a row.
0: (laughs) And then have another follower run over them and see how many go. I don't think your followers trigger them, though, do they?
3: Uh, no. I don't think they do. Uh, this says you can do three times as many runes, seventy-five feet away for rune, rune, uh, rune, rune caster Mastery, or it? whatever it is. Mm. And destruction runes no longer deal instant damage, but inflict stacking ten-second elemental. Burn. I haven't, I haven't taken those ones yet. I, yeah. I left
4: it as just a straight-up okay. destruction runes at the moment. Yeah,
3: that's ancient but seals, the-, the one right above it. Yeah.
4: And yeah I didn't know whether or not that was worth taking that one if it was going to make it any better or whether or not it was just going to penalize me a little bit more because it sounds like rather than um, immediate damage it was going to do like, over time yeah. damage
3: yeah I don't know if that's better if it gives you more damage overall or mm. yeah, but you could also die in the meantime <laughs> waiting yeah. for that damage to happen especially yeah. when you're a mage with no armor and
4: <laughs> yep, yep, when they have zero armor and um Especially if you have go hanging around behind you <laughs> in a <the> dick. <laughs> yeah, that would be a problem. That would definitely mm. be a problem. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm coming to the conclusion that I really don't like followers at the moment.
3: Oh, God.
4: So I th- I'd never
3: taken them before. <laughs> Hello, this is Ray. Whoops. And this is the first Geez, Jeez, that automatically plays now. There must have been an update um, to iOS or OS, whatever. Yeah. Uh, where now when I hit the spacebar, it plays it instead of just bringing it up. Uh, in a separate sorry. screen, and now automatically plays it. So that's what's happening. Sorry about that. Because <laughs> uh, 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 all I want to do is enlarge the box so I can hit play and see how long it is and all that. But I <laughs> never mind. <laughs> it's still better than Windows. I'll, I'll dude, playing something in Windows is a pain in the ass. Yeah, uh, it like has to open up something else and all that. But uh... mm.
4: yeah, so I've I've got the shouts and I've I've gotten up to. Gotten up to where we need to be at the moment, so I've just been hanging around now. Just, um, well, as I said, I got the Goldor amulet and all the rest of it, which is really nice and handy because I'd never bothered doing that quest before.
3: Is Goldor still 30 30 30 in yep. coordinator?
4: Okay, I think so. Yeah, I think it's 30 30 30.
3: That's a pretty good. Amulet,
1: mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: no, it's well worth it for my character anyway. Yeah, especially early on, uh, you're not gonna mm-hmm. find much better than that.
4: Yeah. And I really, really hate the um, who's the guy that the Salmore at the college. Oh, yeah. uh,
0: what's his name again? Just done it. I, I've just done it, and I've completely forgotten his name. Alcano, Alcano,
5: Alcano,
4: Yeah, I just, I just want to shove my fist up his ass and fire from
0: <laughs> far. Uh,
5: yeah.
0: yeah, if we could have some fan out of that, please. <laughs> anybody i don't care if it's a four-year-old with a big yellow and orange crayon just please draw
3: anything yeah anyone at all please (laughs) maybe i should do a mod for that yeah oh my gosh yeah that would be an amazing mod
4: yeah your your final your final act against him is to yeah do that yeah yeah i hate him i absolutely hate him he is a yellow prick
3: He's not the nicest fellow in the world. I'll I'll say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't come off real well when you first meet him. That's for sure. Yeah, I,
4: I didn't know whether or not it was worth me um, just trying to kill him anyway. But I don't think it'll let you at that point.
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you can.
0: You yeah, can foos roll die him to the floor, and he doesn't do anything.
3: Really? Oh, really? I don't uh. think
0: I've ever tried that. Maybe something yeah, I have new. to try. It. You're you're some storm clerk, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I should just go do it just don't to do it. What's the matter with you? That's true. I should mm. just I haven't yeah, been to I the don't...
3: college yet though, I don't think. Yeah. I also
4: randomly came across um uh a Thalmor patrol and um they decided to attack me because I was lingering around too much. <laughs> and um I think I accidentally killed the prisoner in the crossfire, and that's probably why some of the white run guards decided to try and kill me. Uh, but I'm not sure. Like, the prisoners are really difficult to uh, not kill. To not kill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially when you've got an area of effect to your
5: Rem um, fire yeah. spells, so yeah. it does yeah. cause a little bit of an issue. Yeah, they well and the uh, AI makes them do weird things too, like they'll start to fight you instead of uh it's it's weird. I I have never quite figured out why they didn't sort of fix that up a little bit. But Yeah, I'd prefer if he ran away from the area
4: instead he just ran straight into the middle and then everyone yeah. got incinerated in a massive ball of fire. Yeah. And then I was stood there looking at a pile of ash on the floor thinking, ah oh, crap. <laughs>
0: All and right, then... it was it was just a Nord. <laughs> that's true.
4: Yeah, yeah, it I
5: smelled bad anyway.
4: Yeah, I, I could smell his beard singeing on the floor somewhere. <laughs> but but then of course I walked into the middle of um, walked into the middle of uh, I think it was White Run, and um, then there was a uh, a vampire attack. Oh, yes, so of course awesome. I was killing off the vampire. I Killed the vampire, and then the guards turned on me. But unfortunately, because they turned on me as I was firing my last shot, I killed three of them, and then, um, yeah, I then I, I had saved up enough money to to buy uh, my uh, next set of uh, robes that were higher level, and um, they then charged me one thousand five hundred gold to um, you know not go to jail. Uh, so I was like, oh, right, fine then. But I usually okay. just go to jail and serve out my sentence. Yeah. I didn't know whether or not it was worth it that or not, but I, I decided not to go to prison.
5: Well, you lose some experience, but other than that, it's...
4: Mm. it's yeah. But yeah, so that, that's pretty much my character at the moment, considering that he's neutral, so I don't really care about many people at the moment. So um, I've just been playing it a little less, less good and a little bit more sort of like, you know, if you piss me off, I'm just going to light your ass on fire.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> or electrocute you to the floor. <laughs> um but generally i like firing goats off at people at the moment just blast a goat off somewhere and then you just see it ragged on and hit someone oh that's yeah,
3: right
5: goats yeah. are great for all kinds of things
3: mm. are you playing with uh no armor at all yep no armor at all okay. whatsoever. so just using the alteration spells which Ordinator yeah. has some great perks for that for uh... Yeah.
4: Um there was another one that I, I chatted with Colin about as well. So I've got the I loaded a load of perks into um one of my uh into a specific spell so you can uh, load three in into uh into one and then whenever you get attacked and you go into um uh, go into any fight, it automatically casts them all. I don't know whether or not it's glitched slightly because um, even if I don't have it equipped, it still
0: fires off those spells now.
3: Oh, really? Does it?
4: Oh.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't have to be equipped.
4: Oh, so you just you just load it all up you, and then just forget you about it. it
0: you, yeah, just load it all up and then and you can change them as well. Just yeah, equip the spell, cast it again, and then you can restart the other three. So if you get an improvement to your mage armor spell, yeah. Use that, cast that, and then that will be loaded. And it's a, a cartel's recital, I think, and that's really yeah. good. Yeah, No, no. I've i absolutely loved that because that
4: that because when I'm doing dungeon running and stuff like that, it'll it'll cast off a candlelight. I think um, not stone skin. What's the highest one? Uh, ebony flesh. Ebony flesh. And, uh, yeah. I haven't got ebony flesh. What's the next one? Down. Iron. Iron flesh. D- yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah.
4: Iron so skin I, I, yeah. I think it's iron skin. Yeah, iron skin. Candlelight and. Um, I think a flame cloak if I'm going into um, places where I know there's going to be lots of uh, Draugr but unfortunately it doesn't help very well when you're rocking around and then you set fire to yourself and then everything blows up around you
3: <laughs> That's a good point
0: yeah, <laughs> Walking yeah. into an oil slick Oh
4: well, no, not even that I, I didn't notice, notice the shimmer in the air at one point and um, of course because I'd never played anything with any remote remotely any type of fire type things and um, of course me rocking around with uh, both my hands out with fire flame cloak on just walking past and then boom almost killed myself again
3: (laughs) yeah I've done that many times there's a few spells I've been playing with um, in uh, Apocalypse that like uh, continue burning on the floor Mm. and I keep walking through them (laughs) oh dear hurt. i'm like God,
4: although i, I remember to although stop doing I did that. decide that i was going to um up my skill a little bit in uh healing so i just stood on one of those um trip plates uh, tracks, <laughs> and then just stood there and just set myself on fire and just continuously healed myself for a little while that's a good idea
3: yeah, yeah just have the flames keep going off and just stand it on them yeah <laughs> yeah
0: andrew special yeah 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 pretty much yeah, yeah that's, that sounds exactly like what you do. <laughs> uh, apocalypse has a, a great spell that i'm using at the moment um uh, i can't remember what it's called um basically i have whatever spell like self-beneficial spell i have in my left hand i cast this other one with my right hand on my follower and it casts that spell on my follower so i can give lydia uh Stone and flesh, or I can give uh, her a healing uh, spell, and there's some great um, effect there's one healing spell that uh, apocalypse added where you cast it on yourself, but the healing doesn't happen until ten seconds after you've cast it,
4: and right. it's a progressive
0: thing over ten seconds you he- it heals you for forty each second for ten seconds that's pretty cool yeah so while you're while you're fighting you're you get this big yellow glow come around you like an aura. I can mm. also cast um oh, I've what it was um the the one from the dawn god the uh uh, uh sun something it's so like the sun aura or Stendar's mm. aura there we go, oh Stendhal's yeah yeah that
3: does yeah like the
0: sun going flash ball of sunlight yeah, yeah it does damage to one dead
5: nice no yeah, I I can... Andrew, Andrew's using one of those uh ordinator Or apocalypse uh, spells in his bars college one, which sounds really good too. Yeah, restoration spells.
4: Yeah, no, that's really good. Um, with ordinator and apocalypse because I've got both of those as well. Um, I've found a lot of those spells are quite um quite good when you're very imaginative. yeah. Mm. Yeah. No. Um. One of the other options that I've I've used as well is um some of the um uh healing spells and stuff like that if you go up the ordinator tree there's a couple where um like when you enter combat your um uh, you get like 10 extra uh 10 more um magicka regeneration whilst you're in combat so even if you're using a spell it's still regenerating your spell points still
3: oh yeah yeah
4: <laughs> it will stop but this time round with with that specific perk, it still goes through. And then once that finishes, it also um, starts damaging undead in a certain area around you. So I've got that as well because I've been going through quite a lot of dungeons with um, heavy um, heavy amounts of undead. And that's really been helping just constantly. You know, as soon as I'm within an area of anything, I'm constantly dealing it damage and, until I turn around and manage to blast the crap out of them with some fire spells or runes. Mm. So yeah, I think um, I don't think I would have been able to do this playthrough with that character. I probably would have been dead by now if it wouldn't have been for uh, Ordinator and Apocalypse. So, Colin, thank you very much.
0: <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. I'm glad you're enjoying it.
4: it yeah, I think a little bit jealous. <laughs> I'm
0: right? Little jealous now.
4: <laughs> well, you know, you, you got what you wanted out of your role. <laughs>
0: Yes, I did. Very I'm, nice. just, I'm still <laughs>
4: waiting. I'm still waiting for my kiss in the post. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, let me, uh, cool. let me pull up. I'll pull up Ray's feedback here. We'll see what he's doing in the uh, game. Uh, if anybody wants me to pause it, just say "Hey, pause it," and I'll pause it. <laughs>
6: Hello, this is Ray, and this is the first episode of the Skyrim uh, Roundtable for character Seradolf Stormarin. Waking in a wagon, it's filled with men dressed in the same caress that got me in so much trouble to start. Now I'm dressed in rags. How long have I been out? There's another man in the wagon with his mouth gagged, too. It quickly becomes clear my life in Skyrim will be short. My mind drifts the thoughts of the family, what could have been... There's another one of them, damn Thalmor. My mind fog lifts again as I'm pushed forward and hear the captain say, To the blocks, prisoner. Looking up at the executioner, I couldn't help notice. He's got a booger. Fire falls from the sky and this massive creature lands on the keep. Pandemonium. Following Rayloff into the keep, I finally meet Ulfric Stormcloak and was struck by how cool his demeanor is after such a harrowing event. Exiting the cave, Rayloff told me to meet me at his sister's. Uh, with all that just had happened, I needed to search the area and find some food and see what supplies I could round up. I need some money. Quickly finding some bandit camp, my training quickly outstripped their fury. A couple of trips to Riverwood, and I was feeling better about my situation. Continuing to explore, I entered Brindleshin Pass. Finding a few skeletons, it seems like it'll be an easy trip. But a nasty me- necromancer changes that view. Poisoning an arrow, I give him a quick dose of drain magica. He starts hurling ice bolt after ice bolt that I adeptly dodge. Once his magica runs out, he's much easier to finish off. This is a strange smelling place. So after looting his chest, I packed up and moved back out the way I came in. Heading back to Riverwood, I passed a cabin with a kind old woman. She says how she's no bother and how hard it is being so old. I asked if I can come in and rest. It sounded like she said okay. Looking around, things didn't add up. Lots of alchemy ingredients laying around and a book on alchemy. I noticed a trapdoor and picked the lock. What's she hiding down here? A note on the cover makes it quite clear that she's a witch. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Exiting the cabin, she tries to set me on fire. <laughs> Not even a chance to tell her I don't care if she's a witch. I had to convince her to stop with my steel greatsword. Too bad. Continuing back to Riverwood, I see a small keep... And so I go up, take a look. Silly bandits always have to be so hostile. It's so bad for their health. Following the path out of the keep, I see there's a structure that I saw the dragon fly to from Helgen. I wonder if it's still there. Maybe I could sneak up and take another peek. Just can't get too close. No dragon, but more damn raiders. This is some sort of temple. I'll see what's inside. The bandits were of little challenge, but the giant wounded frostbite spider took a lot more work could this demanding dark elf be any more annoying i may have to kill him if he doesn't shut up let's see what Arvel the swift's game is sneaky bastard ran off what does he think he's up to he made it past one draugr but the restless one got him i'll liberate the claw and continue on a blade trap gods i hate these things Whew, not a scratch. More Draugr, another blade trap, more Draugr. What have I gotten into here? Okay, this is what the claw was for. Now this is why you go cave diving. This room is incredible. And what's this writing on the wall? Oh, and what's it doing to me? Why do I understand it? Uh, To mean force? This is strange. That crypt is sliding open. Not another damn Draugr. Crap, it's an Overlord. He's blasting me with his voice. Is that the f- same thing the Imperial General was accusing the Stormcloaks of doing? Nice loot, ancient gurate sword of cold, iron armor, and uh, some old-looking stone with a map carved on it. That's got to be worth something. That clock either isn't bad either. I'll have to stop by that trader in Riverwood and see what I can get for this stuff. When I entered, the trader and his sister are fighting. Turns out the claw was his, and he paid me four hundred gold to get it back. This has turned out to be a lucrative area. I'll have to keep looking around. Bumping around town, I talk to the locals. I do a favor for a Nord named Sven. Seems like an interesting guy. I'll ask him if he wants to travel with me. He agreed. I stop at Gerder's house and check in with Rayloff. He's still laying low. Gerda gives me some supplies and asks me to go to Whiterun and tell the Jarl about the dragon. Somebody should go, I agreed. Sven and I headed to Run to talk to the Jarl. Nearing the city, we run across a band of warriors fighting a giant. Looks like fun. We take a couple of shots ourselves. Afterwards, they thank us and suggest we might consider joining the companions. Could be something to do. We continue to the gates and are stopped by the guard, who said the city's closed because of the dragon. I tell him I have news for the Jarl, and he lets us in. The Jarl is grateful. We are given a nice set of leather armor. We may hang around. He wants me to talk to his wizard, who asked me to search some ruins. Turns out the tablet I picked up was important after all. I like White Run, And that concludes Unbound, Before the Storm. Bleak Falls Barrow, and Golden Claw.
3: As I lose my voice. Uh, Thank you, Ray. I knew what was going to happen when he ran into that poor old woman who everybody steals her house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just had a terrible feeling about what was going to go down there. (laughs) I don't think I've ever met her. Oh, really? It's a great early house to use... um... (laughs) she's a witch um she's just minding her own business out there in the middle of nowhere but she has safe storage in her basement yeah
5: and alchemy is there i forget is there an enchanting table down there in the vanilla game
3: god you know i don't know i think there is though i think it has alchemy and enchanting yeah 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 so that con i'm sorry yes there's both
5: yeah okay
3: yeah so i mean that's a really good find early in the game anisa's cabin yeah definitely so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't blame people for stealing it. It kind of is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <Yeah. laughs> Granted, I mean, she is just minding her own business out there. <clears throat> I do need to get down to Angie's cabin because I haven't been there in so long. I totally forgot where it was.
5: And yeah, you... you were saying that in, in the Skyromatic last week.
3: Yeah. And you... Did, you...
5: did you, you found it?
3: No. I mean, I know where it is now. I remember uh, where okay. it is now, but I haven't – since I'm not fast traveling – um, and I'm doing the stormcloak stuff. I'm up north right now, so to get down there would be a bit of a of a yeah. jaunt. So mm, yeah, I'm I'm not fast traveling
4: either. It's mm. the first time I'm not doing that as well.
3: I got I'm coming across places I forgot about and haven't played in so long, and I'm like, yeah, this is why you don't fast travel because you you mm. come across so many little things. It, it's terrific. I never fast
5: travel, but I confess that I do use you know alternate carriage mods and things like that which yeah. help a, a little bit with that well they add to the immersion
3: like i'll use a carriage yeah. here and there um especially since my house is in markarth <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure. you know? my poor daughter hasn't seen me in probably a month at this point um...
5: <laughs> is she living there alone or uh yeah right now she's with...
3: no she's alone right now out oh. there <laughs> yeah, out there in uh out there in markarth you're a rotten parent. It's okay. The Force Warden are all dead, so um, oh, oh, okay. She's safe. safe then. I took care of the city first, so. <laughs> but that's the first time I've owned that house out there. So
5: I, I love Lindrel Hall.
3: It's yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. It, it is really nice. Um, yeah. It, it, playing Stormcloaks and going out there though is a little tough, just because you don't go out there really, um, for that quest line. I don't think.
4: Yeah, I've I've only just started to join the Stormcloaks. Uh, I've, I've never done the Civil
3: War thing either. <laughs> yeah, I'm about, about... I'm probably a third of the way through it right now. So, all right. Yeah. But uh, I, just, I just got sidetracked in Volnrude, so... <laughs> yeah,
4: I, I just thought I'd um, start to do that and use that to help me level up a little bit more.
3: Yeah, I've really been leveling up my character outside of the stuff, so... Mm. Oh, what's this? I don't know if I'm going to be able to play. This is a weird file. All right, let's see if this works. It's is from Keith. Um... Let's see. He's all over the place in the feedback, he said. So there we go. <laughs> I'll pull it up and see what happens. So this is a video file. That's weird. It's opening up, though. See how it goes, I suppose. There we go.
7: Hey, everyone. This is Keith calling in for my roundtable um, feedback. Um, I am playing a female orc. Her name is Nasha. And um, her warrior skill is archery. Her mage skill is um, destruction. Um, I'm actually dipping my toes in a little bit of everything in magicka. And her thief skill is alchemy. Her civil war side is empire. Her guardian stone is shadow stone. Her home will be honeyside. Um, She'll be uh, adopting Samuel. And let me see, my stats grade is 1. Health, 3 Magicka, and 2 Stamina. My um, Humanoid follower is Frey. Um, Recon Fowler is the other follower. My spouse is Vorstag. My faction is College of Winterhold. Um, let me see. As Right before I start recording this. Um, my Conjuration is 20. My Destruction is 20. My Restoration is 18. Alteration is 19. Chaining is... 30, my smithing is, um, 30 block is 25 one-handed is 30 archery is 33 light armor is 32 um, sneak is 20, well I need to work on that, and my alchemy is 22, I have a bunch of potions that I need to have a little spree of making potions here
3: whoops, sorry, pause it for a second and I muted myself when I started talking, um, (laughs) so alchemy you can level up that super quick uh that's generally something you can level up quick and i like i really like what ordinator adds to alchemy Um, i've not looked yeah it adds uh you can well it might be a little overpowered because you can um get the let's see am i in alchemy no that's art alteration let me pull up you can get the uh all the effects by eating the element by eating whatever um at level 30.
5: Is it 30 or 40? I thought it was.
3: Yeah, level 30. yeah. 30, wow. Yeah, yeah ex- that is
5: low. Experiment. Uh-huh. Or... I've, I mean I've taken advantage
2: of it, but Oh I, yeah, I, certainly I. Endless. Yeah. I am in this yeah.
3: playthrough, actually, but <laughs> But uh yeah, it it uh you know, you get the advanced lab like you do with uh the enchanting where you get the advanced uh enchant enchanting table or in smithing you get the advanced uh wheel or table or whatever. Um where it's 25% stronger at that specific lab if you pay for it. So um, for leveling, enchanting, definitely uh, ordinator is a nice way to go if you're playing enchanting.
7: Nice. Um, But I did the alt life uh, mod, and I started in the uh, Orchid Stronghold. And when I was heading out there, I decided that, um, my girl decided she does not like the lifestyle of a female orc, so she wanted to go to the major city, which is markar uh, on the way she um was noticed several flowers and really didn't know what they was for, and decided she would pick them and later decide what figure out what it was for uh, on the way, she decided she didn't go to the you know closest city she could find, and she was attacked by several. Forsworn and that is where she obtained her first bow um, as she traveled close to Markov she met at the Markov stable she met a gentleman who was talking about how he trained dogs and he was talking about some dog food that he wanted to deliver. so I picked up that quest to a lady in the store keep um, there's two actually quests I like to pick up in Markov for a quick 500 gold that quest and a quest at the Hags Cure delivering a potion to another gentleman, which uh, we won't speak of what that potion is about. Um, but that's also an underscore key. And that's a quick 500 gold. And also, if you do that quest with the lady in Hags Cure, you can go back to the Hags Cure, and majority of the ingredients in the in the Hags Cure is marked. Is not marked steel anymore. Um, just be careful because some of them are marked steel, and you can usually get a good collection of. Alchemy green. That's the bat there. I uh, then took the carriage um, to Wright Run, and traveled on the Riverwood, and slept for the night at Sleeping Giant Inn, and woke up. This one, this one around, and I ended up at Ride Mine. And at the chest, after you cross that bridge and that door, we had to go through the cage. Um, I found a couple of good little goodies. Mm-hmm. Um, I found some shoes that made sneaking forty percent easier. Necklace of mana art alchemy, abandoned shield. Wait, he found he found the muffle shoes that low.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Andrew's gonna be
5: pissed.
3: (laughs) That's amazing. I just heard. I was like, wait, wait, something registered for me there. I was like wait somebody looks for it oh andrew uh, like oh my god he found there was an ember shard mine oh my god yeah. <laughs> i have i've never found anything like super useful in there i mean it's a good little place to start out and uh kill some things but uh he found the, muffled, <laughs> found the muffle found the muffle shoes in there that's great <laughs> i know andrew I bet, like looks for those constantly though but yeah i
4: bet you i bet you andrew's just sat there listening to this and just crying into Son his of Xbox a controller. Bitch,
3: yeah. <laughs> That's too good.
7: I resist Frost. Um, I left off in the Emmerishide Mine and took off to go sell my goods um, at the... where the Golden Call quest is at. I took the quest to go to Bleak Falls Barrow and the way out, um, I noticed... Fern, uh, Fandell, I think his name is. And I took his, um, did a little quest to lie to Camerl and got him as a follower. I, I like to use him right off the bat because he also has some good ingredients in his house. So I get him for the ingredients in his house, his key to his house, and also he's a um, trainer in archery. So I trained up what little bit of cash he had right then. A couple levels, I think it was. Um, Let me see, then I went to Bleakfrost Barrow. Nothing much in there. I I tend to, the guy that's doing the first puzzle um, with an arrow shoot at you, I tend to um, always kill him before um, he hits that lever to kill himself because he don't know what he's doing. Um, Also, the guy with the spiderweb hanging up, you know, he'll run off. If you let him down, I'm sure... He's Other newcomers here okay. He's know they're just off me. running from you, so I don't even give him a chance to run off. Actually, if um, you hang on a sec, kind of yep. whack him right quick. He's a little arrow. Oh, it takes quick time or or something. Something. There we go. There
3: we go. There we go. It opened up a
4: quick <laughs> no, time. Um, I, I know what he did. Uh, I did exactly the same as him. I uh, killed the guy before he set up the trap, and also um, the uh, the elf that was in the spider web. I just fried him. Yeah, he's an yeah, asshole I, anyway. I, I do the same thing always. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he obviously needed saving from life. <laughs> mm.
3: Yeah, Arvel. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with killing him as soon as possible because uh, he's a weenie anyway. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I usually kill the guy too with the lever. Um, the past, you know, now that people have mentioned it, like the last two playthroughs, I've let him kill himself. But generally, I I do it too. It, it's natural. You know, you come around that corner and he's right there.
4: I came to the conclusion that I'd rather gain experience points from him rather than him waste
3: it on killing himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. All
7: right. That's a good what... point. Mm-hmm. Um, then I went back to sleeping in. Um, picked up the unbound question. With the mod, it wasn't an easy pop-up and I didn't know how to get the quest and speaking to some, I think it was Andrew who told me how to do that, and I got the Unbound Quest. And that Quest, it kind of puts you in Helgen backwards, or well, it did put you in Helgen backwards. Oh yeah. The back end of it, and there were laid Raylof and Hadvar. Um, both of them was asking for a potion, um, and I chose Hadvar and left Rayloff there to tend to himself. And because I think the message was, if you don't leave the cave, is the something's going to cave in, the buildings going to cave on, the cave is going to close or cave in on you. Um, went to hell, hell gun. out of there. Where'd I go with that? Oh yeah. Me and, um, did so much stuff in between this and all, it's all not order by ball means, but, uh, me and Fandall fade went headed towards uh, Fort Amal. to get the bound bow. Yeah. I was the one around, uh, picking stuff, ingredients. So I'm just trying to get Malcolm up. And before you know it, the sabercat attacked me from behind. <laughs> I took off running down the hill. And I was running and it only hit some war. And I turned around and I was facing direction. I started running down the hill. And this sabercat is like falling down the hill. And my boy, my buddy, he actually got him for me. And luckily, um, there's a mod that Andrew was telling me about. And it was cloak mod. And you need a saber cat pelt to make um, a cloak. It has a white and gray in it, which um, my plans are to use that to wear while I'm in the colder climates, which makes a lot um, better wearing it. Thanks for that, Andrew. Um, of course, like I said, I've did a lot more other things than I've mentioned on this. It's just hard to keep up with everything, and I'll try to do a better job about that. Uh, one other thing, I have started um, some of the Winterhold Quest. Um, went to the town there. And started that, and I was in the bar there. What's the name? The Frozen Hearth, or Heath, I think it's called. And I got attacked by vampires that was leaving and some death hounds. And I got, I think I got another necklace off a lady that didn't make it through the attack. And I don't have that written down, but anyway. That's what all I got for now. Um, I'll try to get better about my notes next time. And, oh, it was Bre—Burn Br- Brina. Oh, um, yeah. I got a minor pickpocking necklace and one other necklace. We're just fire necklace. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, when I go to Solstheim for my follower, that will surely help me. Um, hope everybody's doing fine. And I'm surely enjoying the new Skyrim that's out and got many hours in it. And I think I've spent more time looking at mods than I have actually playing the game <laughs> when I first started. But thanks, I mean, y'all have a good day, good night, and whenever this is, comes out, and y'all have a good one. Bye.
3: Thanks, that's Keith. To hear from Keith, yeah, yeah. Keith's awesome. been around a long time with the group and all. Yeah, mm. many years. Oh no, yeah. So you got the so you got the bamboo Yeah, that's hard to get that low level, honestly. Yeah, where'd you get it from? Uh, you go to Amol. It's in a bucket. <laughs>
5: well it's hard to find yeah
3: yeah it's in a bucket in the corner of the room in the i think it's a prison entrance the prison door entrance but uh it's tough um at a low level to get in there there's when you enter the room where the bow is Mm -hmm. there's three mages in there
5: yeah they're all fire mages apprentice fire mages or something like that yeah they might be
3: leveled i'm not sure but yeah yeah it's tough when you go in there um and you're and the guy is right in front of you at a table so it's not like you're hiding when you come in um, uh, he's like right there, <laughs> so unless your sneak is pretty high, um, you're not generally getting past him sneaking at a low level.
5: Yeah, Freya's been using the bound bow because she she pulled conjuration for her mage skill. So nice. Um, so I went to get that fairly early on. She's she's like at level sixty something conjuration now. So
3: yeah, Amal is a tough uh, a tough get. That low, um but yeah, the, the vampire attacks are can be a pain because you can lose people uh, that are useful in towns too. That's that's really also... well. Did
5: I hear somebody say recently just don't travel at night and they won't uh, they don't attack? Is that is that true? really I mean, all these you know no, <laughs> hundreds and I, hundreds of hours? But I, that that didn't sound right.
4: I've I've turned up in different places and there's been like left. Bodies on the floor and stuff like that. So I don't think that's really the
5: case.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I th- I don't know. I, mean, I I find it happens more if I fast travel directly into a city.
5: Yeah, they spawn. Yeah, yeah. Right. But is it? But but at night or? I mean, Gosh, do you think I'd know all this you know, all I know? You
3: know, I I don't recall either. Uh, to be honest, it, it could be both. <laughs> and you would think it would be something you would notice after this amount of hours, but. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. we're yeah. not that observant. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> I mean, I Wait, can... No, what, what game are we talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I know the, you know, uh, dragonborn guys come and visit you at any time of day. Um, but the vampires are out during the day, so I can't imagine it would be a nighttime thing. Yeah. All right. Oh, so, knows. I have an email here that I'm going to read. Um And this one is from, let me scroll down to the bottom there, it doesn't say, Um, (laughs) I'm not sure who it's from. Jacob, sorry about that, there we go. Uh, So, hey guys, love the podcast, decided to join in the round table, so here are my stats. His uh, player name is Raven House of Hammond, gender female, orc, warrior skill two-handed, mage skill conjuration, thief skilled light armor. Civil War is with the Empire. Class, is a ranger. Guardian Stone, the Steed Stone. Home is Winstad Manor. And the Orphan is Blaze that he picks up. His Health, Magic, and Stamina is 213. Humanoid follower is Cicero, who is pretty, uh, a pretty powerful follower from what I remember. Uh, you just have to go through the whole quest line to get him. Second follower is the Armored Troll, uh, Andrew's favorite. His... Spouse is Darkethus. I don't know. Is that a um, Argonian? Argonian. Yeah.
5: Yeah. He's he's right off of um, what's that place on the side of the the the, uh, the, hot, the hot springs there. Uh. Oh, yeah, the
0: water crossing.
3: Yeah, Darkwater. Yeah. 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 Uh, his faction is the Bard College. Oh, my God, this is like a dream for Andrew. This thing, the armored troll <laughs> and the Bard College. Uh, his alignment is neutral. House Carl, Valdemar. Is that from uh, Dongard? Voldemar? Mm, no.
0: No. Okay. Well, uh, he's uh, one of the half fire houses.
3: Oh, oh. Okay. Okay.
5: Must be Winstead, because. Uh, yeah, oh yeah,
3: Winstead. Yeah, that makes sense. Gregor
5: yeah. is uh, Arkin.
3: uh The home is Catholic Farm. I don't think I've ever had that.
0: That's salted. Voldemar is Spell and Sword as well. He wears light armor, and he's one-handed and has magic.
3: Oh, okay. So he's playing on PS4 with some mods that make it look better and only help me out a little bit, like the one that adds uh, 350 spells. So that's, I assume, either Apocalypse or the other spell one. I think
5: that's Fendrix. uh,
3: Fendrix has 350, right? Mm
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, these are the adventures of Raven House of Hammond. Raven never knew who her real family was. What's that?
5: Interesting (laughs) name. Yeah,
3: I liked it. Yeah, it's an interesting name. Raven never knew who her real family was, but was raised by an elf named Mora, who was cast out for studying the arts of conjuration. She raised Raven like Raven was her own and trained her in conjuration and how to fight. One day, as Raven was out hunting for food... A horde of vampires came and killed Mora. She tracked them down and almost got killed herself. But before she passed out, she heard them talking about heading back to Skyrim. When Raven came, when Raven, when Raven came too, she headed to the docks, stole a boat, and started towards Skyrim. But when she got got there, word had reached the Empire, and she was arrested. as As she was heading towards the chopping block, a dr- a black dragon with piercing red eyes came crashing down. While everyone was distracted, Raven follows Stormcloak into the tower for safety. She wondered why the Stormcloak soldier didn't free her hand, but but instead wanted her to follow him up the tower stairs where the dragon broke through the walls and almost set her on fire (laughs) and then to jump out the hole in the burning house. That's a good point. This is a fair point right there. Like, cut the damn things off your hands a little sooner, please. (laughs) <laughs> when she got out of the house, she ran into the Imperial soldier that was taking names at the execution. But he was willing to help and protect her until they could get to a safe place. Once safe inside, the Imperial soldier, the imperial soldier named Rayloff, cut the ropes off her hands. With a gesture, she decided if uh, she had a chance, she would join him in the Empire. Rayloff, uh gave uh, her some armor, a weapon it was it was a small sword but it did its job and she could get her hands on until she could get her hands on a two-handed weapon that she knows best as they tried to escape Helgen they ran into the stormcloaks uh, she wanted to escape but the stormcloaks thought she was from the empire so they attacked her so she did what she had to to survive about 30 minutes later Radolf and Raven escaped Helgen but the dragon wasn't too far behind them as it flew over their heads Rayloff told, told her that uh, told her to follow him to, Ray, to uh, Riverwood. His uncle was there as uh, a blacksmith, and she could get some food and rest before heading out. After the food and rest in Riverwood, uh, Rayloff's uncle Alvor told them to head to Whiterun Tell the Jarl what happened in Helgen.
5: Okay, just just he's he's confused. Railoff and Hadvar, but that's okay. Yeah, I think
3: he flip flopped them. Yeah, I was, yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I was going to
4: be confused.
5: There. Yeah, you know what
3: <laughs> happened on my uh, game? Uh, one of my other games, I did alt start on. Um, when I went back into the cave, they were both still alive.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have to choose which one to give a potion to. Yeah,
3: they nothing. Them, they yeah. wouldn't do anything after I did. <laughs> they just kept Not running really, around. Had... Yeah. Yeah, so there was something glitched out or something, just something weird happened. But yeah, I couldn't stop, I, I couldn't do anything with either of them. I'm like, oh, Jesus, you got to be kidding me! <laughs> so, so I just skipped the, that all over again. I just skipped the dragon part. I'm like, I'm not going to dragons yeah. anyway, so whatever. <laughs> uh, on the way to white, white Run, she stopped by the Riverwood Trader, where she overheard a conversation about a stolen golden claw. So she butted in and said she would find it for a fee. She headed towards Bleak Falls Barrow, and with her iron warhammer, she rushed through the barrow, killing everything in sight. Her toughest battle was a giant spider, but with a few potions, she killed it and freed a dark elf from the spider web. That little bastard ran and said, why should I share the treasure? So she ran after him. She almost got him, but he stepped on a trap and a spike gate took him out, so, so she grabbed the claw and headed forward. Making her way through, smashing everything she came to, uh, and then a wall with a symbol like what was on the claw. So she put the symbols together, opened the wall with the claw. Then she came to a room that had a wall that was out of place and had some weird writing on it. So she slowly walked towards it. As she got closer, part of the words started to glow. And that glow surrounded her, and she felt an incredible power. Just then, a tomb opened, and a powerful dragger came out, and a gust of wind came out of his mouth. But all it did was enrage Raven, and with a few swings, he was dead. So she headed out of the cave and took the claw back to the traitor, then headed to Whiterun. When she got to the front gates, a guard told her that the city was closed due to the dragon attack. But after telling him her story, he told her to head on in. She rushed Rushed to the castle, spoke to the jarl about what happened in Helgen, and so he told her to talk to the wizard. So she did. Ferengar the wizard asked Raven to fetch a dragon stone from Bleak Falls Barrow, but Raven luckily already grabbed it off the dead Draugr. Just then, Irlath, the head guard, rushed in saying that there was a recent dragon attack for them to follow her to the jarl. follow her and talk to the jarl. And that is where we will end this adventure. Right now, he's just using two-handed weapon because he doesn't have uh, many conjuration spells that he can use. So he only has one. Po- oh, oh, this is one of those. He has conjuration, but he only gets one point per six to put into magic.
5: <laughs> but, oh, <no>. yeah. <laughs> but
3: that will not stop me. But oh, uh, well, that's enchanting. That's like, enchanting. Well,
5: it's like Slice being two-handed with no health. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: These things happen sometimes. (laughs) And it's a challenge to work around, but it's fun.
5: Um,
3: Enchanting, alchemy, both of those things will definitely help you quite a bit, uh, for sure. Let's see. All right. Uh, Oh, is is this another one from Ray? Okay, this might be another one from Ray. Let's see. Just download it there.
2: (coughs) Excuse me.
6: Let's see Hello, this is Ray, and this is the introduction to my roundtable character. Oh, I played these his backwards. His race is Altmer, <laughs> gender male, warrior skill two-handed, mage skill enchanting, thief skill alchemy, civil war side is stormcloaks, his class is ranger, health one, magic a two, stamina three, humanoid follower is Sven, other followers Gled the Goat and he's marrying Torvar uh, from the Companions. His faction is Dark Brotherhood. Alignment is neutral. Guardian Stone is the Shadow Stone, becoming invisible for 60 seconds once a day. Home is Severin Manor in Solstein. Uh, no house Carl. Orphan to adopt is Lucia from Whiterun. The character's name is Seradolf Stormoran. Raised on a remote farm north of Setter in Cyrodiil, his father's family had fled the Somerset Isles during the Thalmor blood purges since they had been part of the Lethnil, an Altmer group that accepted the Psijik's assertion that Talos was a divine. His father had married a Nord woman, had three children. Cyrodiil was the middle child, and he left home to join the Imperial Legion in Shindana Hall. Many times in training and battle, his commanders would comment on the strength of his voice. It was always counted as part of his Nord blood. During his time in Chindenal, he heard countless tales of the shadow group called the Dark Brotherhood that had operated there before.
8: Hi Skyrim Roundtable guys and gals, this is Lee Benjamin. (laughs)
3: Sorry about that. I downloaded Lee's and opened it accidentally.
4: You're doing really well today. (laughs) Oh
3: my god! This is what I get for uh, trying to do multiple things at at once. All right, let me pull up Ray's. I basically know where he was at. So sorry about that. I'm loving the way that everyone's uh, saying uh, humanoid. Yes, yes. Everybody's using humanoid now. You've uh, normalized humanoid. (laughs) Yep. All right, we'll pick up with Ray now, the intro of his character.
6: Many years of service, he was growing weary of the Imperials subjugating themselves to the Thalmor, always having to be cautious, these agents roaming Cyrodiil in search of Talos worshippers. Sirdolf decides to make his way to Skyrim, maybe find himself a Nord wife like his father had. He received his release from the Legion and headed home to see his family one more time. After leaving home, he heads north and crosses into Skyrim, near the dwarven ruins of Avonshell. He's attacked by a group of orcs uh, from a nearby stronghold. Stripped and left for dead, he scrounges for anything he can find. Some clothes from a body just off the road, or just what he needed. He's once again under attack. Maybe coming to Skyrim wasn't such a good idea after all. Wait, these are Imperial soldiers. Shouting to get their attention and explain he's just made them fight harder. What's a Stormcloak, anyway? And how did I know that body was a rebel soldier? And what's all this about Ulfric killing a king with just his voice? Ah, the nines. No, it's Stormorin!
3: Okay, that was the end of that one there. Uh, We probably should have played them in order. (laughs) Or I should have played him in order, but uh, that was that was the beginning of Raze, which we played the second part of earlier.
0: Right. I've seen a picture of a of uh, Storm He's huge. You've seen the picture of him. He's oh my massive. god! Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh crap! <laughs> he's got the height of a Talmor and he's got the bloody chest of a Nord. <laughs> height of the... <laughs> I
3: haven't seen this
0: picture. Where is it? the facebook group he, yeah he, he uh posted his uh, backstory in the facebook group it's really good read i think
4: i read some of the stories i'm really loving all of the background stories at the moment i tried to put one together but i i just couldn't quite make it anywhere near as good as anyone else's so um i i chucked that down for a fail and uh left it on my notepad on my computer at the moment <laughs>
3: Was and it push uh it out later. Was it Brianna used uh uh the character generator to come up with a backstory? Is that what it was that I read in there the other day?
0: The- yeah, I find that to have the backstory I I usually play the first twenty to thirty levels and, and then create the backstory from that it really helps.
4: Hmm. Yeah. I I just I have a lack of imagination apparently when it comes to backstories, So um yeah,
3: I suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think we have uh, just one piece of feedback left. I think it's uh, I think it's Lee. Let me check what this one is. Um, let me just double check the folder here. Make sure I got them all. Uh, I think Lee is the last one, though. I believe
0: that was uh, definitely Lee.
3: Yeah, yeah, Sean. Maybe there's another one here, Keith. Let's see, I did Keith. Did that one. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five. We've done six, I believe. Did I do Sean's? Um, okay. I don't think we did, no, he right? No, you didn't do Sean's. Okay, I'm going to download that one, too, to get ready as well. But uh, we'll do Lee's first here.
8: Cool. Hi, Skyrim Roundtable guys and gals. This is Lee Benjamin. This is my roundtable character introduction. My character's name is Carrick Farfingnudin. Yes. (laughs) A pleasurable driving experience. His race is Breton. His gender is male. Gee, surprising surprise. Um, Warrior skill is heavy armor. Mage skill is illusion. Thief skill is speech. Civil war side is empire. Class is paladin. Alignment is evil. Now, I've heard that the class and alignment are kind of optional, so we'll just have to see how it goes. His guardian stone, whatever that is, is called an Atranach stone. Yes, this is my first time playing Skyrim. His home is Severin Manor. His location is Raven Rock on Solstheim Island. Based on the little bit of play I've done so far and accidentally finding Holstolstein Island, I expect it'll be quite a while before he goes there. The orphan to adopt <laughs> is Samuel and Riften. Haven't been there yet, either. Health, Magica, and Stamina. 3, 2, and 1. After a question on the Facebook page, I found out this is the ratio you want to maintain when you Level up and are able to set health, magicka, and stamina.
3: Correct.
8: So, in the playthrough, I'll be doing three health, then two magicka, and then one stamina, and then repeat. Add infinitum. His humanoid follower is Ogall, wherever he might be. Another follower is Armored Frost Troll. That sounds like a really tricky one. Spouse is Vorstag. I'm really hoping that's female. Uh, faction is Dawnguard. I thought Empire was faction. Well, apparently faction is different than Civil War side. He will have no house, Carl. And the home of the orphan, it turns out, is in Honor Hall Orphanage. So other than being formatted a lot, I finally found all the stuff on here. <laughs> the Advantages of the Aranach Stone are Magicka plus 50 points, Spell Absorption 50%, Regenerate Magicka 50%, Slower. So it seems to have ups and downs. Anyway. We'll-
3: yeah, I'm using the Atronach for one of the first times. I like it a lot. Um, like Especially when you're in dragon battles and stuff. With mm. the Spell Absorption. And uh, even battles with uh, Mages. It's great. Yeah. Um, I've never used it before. I've always just stuck with the... What's the one that uh, is, gives you the full... Uh, was it 20% on all skills? What one's that? The Lady Stone the, or something? It's the Lord Stone. Lord Stone or Lady Stone or something.
0: St- uh, the Lover Stone lets you gain 15% faster. Lover Stone, that's, that's it. A, yeah, yeah Lover, Lover, Lover Stone,
3: yes. I usually use the Lover Stone after... I, you know, I use one of the first three over there and by uh, Riverwood first. But I uh, generally try and go for the Lover Stone, but um, I really like the Atronach Stone. Um, yeah,
0: he really fun. lucked out getting Atronach Stone and Breton. Cause, yeah, you know, oh my gosh! Yeah, have, so he's uh, going to be nailing mages then.
3: So. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, they don't stand much of a chance. Mm. Yeah, he's got twenty five percent magic resistance, and then if he activates his ability, the the was it the racial ability of uh, Dragon Skin. Yeah, dragon skin. Oh, that yeah. Means that absorbs fifty percent of magicka, and so does the thing. So he'll for sixty seconds, he'll absorb a hundred percent of all magic attacks. He he that's won't pretty, get it. Yeah, crazy. he won't get hurt by him. Yeah, he won't get yeah. hurt by him at all. Yeah, that's so, intense. If you're going into a big dragon battle, there, um, Lee, uh, don't forget um, dragon skin. Save your ass.
5: Yeah. Hey guys, I gotta go. Okay. Sorry. Uh, first of all, my phone's about to die. Uh <laughs> <Since I'm laughs> my phone today. Uh, but I got to run too. I got to close up the shop here. So it's been great. Thanks Sounds good.
0: Talk to you later, nice Victor. Victor, speak to you later, mate. Have a good right. one. night.
5: See ya.
3: Yes, Victor was uh, calling in from a workshop today <laughs> while working. Uh, let's see. Let's get back to Lee.
8: Catch y'all later. Try. Playing this guy. And see how he go? <laughs> Derek woke up on a he had no idea Bye. Where he had been. What That's think? what
0: you get for pausing me. I yeah.
3: It's like
8: he, he already knew. Yeah. In the conversation?
3: Oh wait, he's got more of a story here. Okay. I'm like, "Wait, there's a there's like 9 minutes left. Why is he saying goodbye?" <laughs> All right, here's a here's a Mr. Farfic Nugent's story.
2: Mr. Farfig Nugent. <laughs> Let him go.
8: Was a prisoner of some empire. So I can raise that a little went bit. To Helgen. At Helgen, it turned out that the leader of a rebel group, Stormcloak, had been captured along with Carrick, along with several others. Unfortunately, the destination was the headsman's axe. Fortunately, before it was Carrick's turn, all hell broke loose in the form of a huge black dragon. Now, dragons had been known in ancient times, in Skyrim and other parts of Tinky Island, whatever the hell it's called. Anyway, <laughs> character decided Tinky to Island. follow the Imperial, who seemed to be finding a way out. They made their way through the dungeons and the torture rooms. On his way out, he found a book called the Bear of Markarth, the crimes of Ulfric Stormcloak. So apparently, this had something to do with the Empire and the rebellion. It sounded vaguely familiar somehow. Uh, it reminded <laughs> me of an old tune. <Virgins singing> I couldn't remember the rest of it. Good that was gonna cost you about ten thousand pounds. The Imperial Bloody... said his name was Hadvar, <laughs> and once they got outside, he said that the best thing to do now would be go to go to see his uncle, the blacksmith, in Riverwood. It was a short ways away. Garrett met Hadvar there. Riverwood was a pretty little mountain town. Hadvar's uncle, Alvor, asked me to take word to the Jarl of Whiterun to let him know about the dragon attack in Helgen. In Riverwood, you're asked by the local shopkeeper to help him retrieve a golden claw that was an ornament in his shop. It was recently stolen by some brigands out of Bleak Falls Barrow. While in Riverwood, you meet Farindal and Carl and some woman, and they have an interesting relationship. It turns out that if you talk to one of the men, they ask you to... Give a letter to the woman, which is supposed to be from the other man. It's quite a little intrigue. Anyway, depending upon how you handle this situation, one or the other of the men will proceed with you. Farindel decided to go with Carrick to Bleak Falls, Barrow. Carrick came to Whiterun, and there he met a local blacksmith who helped him with some of his crafting skills. He then proceeded through the town, up to Dragon's Reach, where the Jarl resides. He told the Jarl of the dragon attack in Helgen, introduced to the Jarl's mage. The mage gave him the task of finding a dragon tablet in a temple in Bleak Falls Barrow. Well, now it seemed Carrick had two tasks to take him to Bleak Falls Barrow. Time to hit the road. While slipping around the mountain... Kerr continued to do battle with local creatures as needed, mostly just deer and wolves. Eventually, he found a path that led through part of the mountain. It was called South Riddleshun Pass. It seemed to be a cave. Instead of a cave, it actually turned out to be a cavern, one that had been occupied, obviously, over the centuries, and now contained braziers that had been lit to provide relight. In the past, he encountered skeletons wielding weapons of ancient men. He found a chest trapped with a mace head. Luck only saved him from it as he was standing to the side. While fighting a skeleton, an apprentice necromancer appeared and started throwing what looked like snowballs at him. The necromancer was dispatched along with his skeleton buddies. And among his things were his research into the human heart. An actual human heart. Anyhow, they also provided a dagger called the Iron Dagger of Souls. With it, the target dies within three seconds, it fills a soul gem. Carrick realized he had lots to learn about the ways of Skyrim. He eventually made it through the cavern to north Brittleshin's Pass, where he realized he was still miles from Bleak Falls Barrow. For a short bit, he followed an actual road, an ancient road. Here he found <laughs> some traders. They were odd cat people who said they were from a desert land far away. One of the traders actually offered to teach him to sneak better, and this Carrick took advantage of. Further along the road, he came across the ruins of Fort Greymore. It was occupied by brigands. After an extensive search of Fort Greymore and dispatching the evil men, he came across a book of illusion and learned novice illusion and a lesser ward and sparks, realizing he had been carrying some of these for a while turned out in Fort Graymore. it seemed a lot better defended at first than it actually was. This is because the brigands had cleverly placed armor and shields and swords on wooden training dummies and put them on the parapets. Getting to the top of one of the towers, he found another brigand who was quickly dispatched. Among his things, he found a flute. He thought back to the bard he had met at the inn in Whiterun. Another oddity found at the fort was Agnes she was cleaning up it seemed that every time a different band of brigands would take over the fort she would tell them i ain't moving i come with the place and so carrick left her be <laughs> so she could continue her tasks finally the path led to bleak falls barrow at the summit of the mountain and here the cleaning out of brigands continued anew at one point in the barrows he found tommy the swift And uh, cut him loose from a spider's (laughs) web. At which point, Tommy just ran away, saying that he would have the treasure. Unfortunately, he didn't see the pressure plate in the floor, and the spiked gate smacked him hard. He didn't survive. Among (laughs) Tommy's things was found the golden claw. Ah, that's one task out of the way. Carrot continued through the barrow until he came across the bleak fall Sanctum. This is where the dragon tablet was supposed to be found. He sneaked around and fought more skeletons. Then he came across a strange platform high in a cavern, seated up it, and found a casket and several other items sitting adjacent to a wall. As he approached the wall, a strange mist appeared and enveloped him, and words appeared upon the wall and seemed to consume him. After a moment of dizziness, Carrick turned back to the casket, which proceeded to open, revealing a dragger overlord. He was tough, but he too succumbed to the arrows and war hatchet with help of his companion. It turned out that the overlord had in his possession the tablet that was wanted by the mage back at Whiterun. After his recent experience with what must have been some kind of magic at the wall, Carrick resolved to use more of his magical powers, which he had been learning but had not really been practicing, more of a book-learning exercise. On his way back to Riverwood, on his way to Whiterun, Carrick found more Nernroot by the river. He returned the Golden Claw to Lucan at the Riverwood trader. He then made his way back to Whiterun and gave the Dragonstone to Farringar, a court magician. Suddenly, there was a disturbance in the room. A runner appeared and reported that there had been a dragon sighting at a local tower. The party was soon gotten together and headed out. This completes the first three quests of Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> awesome!
4: Tell me the swift. <laughs> oh dear.
0: Uh it looks like everybody's going through Brittle Chim Pass and getting hit by the snowman.
3: Yeah, that's everybody's going through that way. I don't usually go through there. I, uh, I, I don't know, but everybody else is so <laughs> good for them. <laughs> oh, a nice mix of Star Wars and. Uh...
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would just uh, get have to go and get a lawyer there. and then luckily, he stopped at that. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, it was
3: uh, short of the time required. <laughs> Thankfully, George Lucas doesn't own them anymore, and we can uh, we'll be safe.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he used to scan the internet of any mention of it. Yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> just in case he'd make a quick buck. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh man. It's probably the only thing he's ever going to get anymore.
3: <laughs> I don't know. He got a lot of quick bucks from Disney. So. <laughs> oh yeah. True. <laughs> a lot of bucks. Oh my gosh. Uh, but uh. We have uh, one, one piece left. It's from Sean. I'm um, glad I checked that folder. All righty here.
1: Twenty years of my life, I've roamed the lands of Skyrim trying to put together the true tale of what occurred at the ending of the Last Age with the return of the dragons, the emergence of the world eater, and the rise of the dragonborn. Two years ago, I picked up a book. In the back were hand-scribed notes the owner claimed belonged to the dragonborn herself. I was skeptical, of course. The price was right, and he piqued my curiosity. The text did seem to correspond with the events I had been researching, and I switched my focus to looking for more books like this in hopes that they might actually be her journals. And my efforts paid off. I now have not only a first-hand account of her tales, but also proof positive of my theories that it was the events surrounding the fall of Helgen that precipitated the entire event, for the first book, chronologically, in her journaling, was in the back of a copy of the Book of the Dragonborn that she picked up in a torture-chamber in Helgen-keep itself. Allow me to read you her tale, as complete as I have been able to assemble it. by happenstance. Her tale begins just after the Book of the Dragonborn completes with the prophecy of the Dragonborn. When misrule takes its place at the eight corners of the world, when the brass towers walk and times are shaped, when the thrice-blessed fail and the red tower trembles, when the dragonborn ruler loses his throne and the white tower falls, when the snow tower lies sundered, kingless, bleeding. World Eater wakes, and the wheel turns upon the last dragonborn. My hands are starting to shake. I can see it in my handwriting. It seems the events of the past day are finally catching up with me, and they are... momentous. I don't know what else to call them. I hope that by writing this down, I can not only make some sense of what happened, but document the events happening around me that may be of interest to others later. I have lost myself in the history books I used to read, and it would be a poor recompense if I didn't try to add what small part of my own experiences I might play. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Danny O. Weston. My father was a Nord from Helgen, serving in the Imperial armies, during the Great War and after. My mother was a Breton alchemist and healer, serving the Imperials at the end of the Great War where the two fell in love, and eventually had me. My mother and I traveled with the army's main camp. While things were much safer now, almost two decades after the end of the war, I still remained at the main camp at all times. That was why it was such a shock the day a full-sized raiding party composing of Khajiit and Bosmer, led by a Thalmor, attacked while the main force was out. The remaining soldiers and camp followers did their best They were no match for the surprise and ferocity of the attack. Very few of us were still alive by the time the soldiers returned from patrol, and were set upon with an ambush from within their own camp. I lay still in a pool of my own blood as I watched Thalmor instruct the others to leave evidence that the attack was caused by someone besides them, ostensibly wanting to start some internal conflict between the Empire and its residents. I was eventually found, and my testimony was used to publicly put on a trial representing what the Thalmor had done, but it was all stopped before it even began. Somehow the Thalmor had covered it all up, and I was never allowed to speak. I was told that should I continue to speak my slanderous lies, that I would be imprisoned. A retiring general, under whom my father had served, took me in as a servant and I went with him to his estate just outside of Bruma and Cyrodiil. I stayed there and grew, raiding the library as I could and dreaming about what I might do with my life. Unfortunately, it was the growing part that caught his interest, and he began his ever-increasingly infuriating advances on me. It all culminated a week ago when he tried to force his way into my room. I struck him. I don't know if he was hurt, But I locked the door, and without taking time to gather much of anything, I left through the window, and nothing but my sleepy clothes. I had no idea where to go or what to do, but I did remember that my father's sister, my aunt, lived in Helgen, just across the border in Skyrim. I thought if I could make it there, I could start a new life, maybe become an alchemist like my mother. It was as I was attempting to cross the border from Cyrodiil into Skyrim that I became swept up in the events so much larger than me. Hey, guys, this is Sean Mahoney. Hope you enjoyed my introduction to my character, Dania Weston. Uh, I just kind of wanted to do something a little different. I felt it strange reading with my own voice uh, for a female character, so I uh, kind of came up with the conceit of a scholar looking back in time trying to figure out what happened uh reading her journals and that would allow me to do a first person perspective on her journeys uh my character is of course as I as I just said Danny Weston she is a breton uh takes after her mother as as you heard in the story she's uh, her father was a nord um the i don't normally play a female but that's what i i got generated by the spreadsheet which is fantastic by the way guys thank you i got skills of archery enchanting and alchemy so my plan is to make her kind of a sneaky archer with a a significant dip into mage skills the civil war side is the empire figured she would have a rocky History with the Empire uh, initially try to side with the rebellion. However, uh, as she learns more of the activities going on, her hatred of the Thalmor uh, will certainly draw her into fighting them, seeing them as the true enemy, and the only way to defeat them as to create unity within the Empire. The class came up as assassin, so I, I definitely want to try and Really use my alchemy skill for poisons as well as, as you know doing the archery sneak stealth attacks as I spoke of. Guardian Stone of Atronach. It's a, it's a little tougher, doesn't really inspire me anything as far as role playing goes. Uh, but my plan is to go ahead and use that, especially late game. Really pump up everything I can to get uh, 100 or greater in magic resistance. Uh, i'm sorry magic absorption (laughs) so that she is basically immune to magic uses it to recharge herself and just becomes a house at the end of the game home is uh riften which definitely bespeaks of going joining the the thieves guild doing the quest there which i think will fit in quite nicely follower came up as Fandal. Uh, I was an archery instructor you run into in Riverwood, so I figure she'll be somewhat reluctant to start her adventures, um, but she really kind of got a taste of excitement in the caves inside of Helgen coming out using the bow, that sort of thing, and she'll make friends then with Fandall as she helps him with his relationship problems. Uh, and at the same time, he'll teach her the ways of the bow and instruct her in that and really get her started with her archery skills. So that's where I'm going with it, and I uh, hope you enjoy the conceit. I will basically be trying to do each quest in the series as one book that she's written notes in the back of that she's found on her journey during that quest. And hopefully that makes it a little bit of fun. So, if you have any questions or concerns, hit me up on the Facebook page and uh, thanks for listening.
3: That's a pretty cool way to do it. Hmm. No, I like that. Like a third person view of it. Uh, mm. I never considered that. That's a good point, though. Like, go into it instead of the first person voice of the character, just go back uh, as if somebody finding the stories of this person. That's a, that's a pretty interesting way to go.
4: Hmm. No, it's definitely a unique perspective to uh to go back from
0: yeah sorry i was muted there uh, <laughs> yeah no i love that that was brilliant uh, and i love the fact that she's she's writing all this in the back of books that he's finding so that um, that
3: idea is perfect yeah, yeah yeah using those empty pages and writing on the back of it and wherever to put her story in that that's pretty yeah, cool so it's,
0: yeah i, I want to hear more about the scholar as well now for some reason <laughs> mm
3: yeah that's a pr- really interesting way to do it um so that's uh, that's actually all the feedback we have that was good uh good session of feedback uh let's see i don't i don't know the exact date we'll be doing the next feedback episode for the round table but um next week is our roundtable episode that we'll be doing live on youtube that's on saturday um five p m eastern time ten p m yeah GMT, I believe
0: yeah unless, not unless he can he can get it uh, earlier so yeah we he likes to do it
3: yeah, if we can adjust it a little bit earlier, that'll be nice for everyone, um so it may be four o'clock, nine o'clock or five o'clock ten o'clock, and that will be New York and London time by the way, for everybody who doesn't know what that is, um just to make it easier for you to look it up <laughs> <laughs> uh otherwise uh make sure you uh stay tuned at the end, I'm gonna play. Uh, Jeremy's, uh, I don't know what you want to call it. Not advertisement. I don't know. I can't think of it right now. My brain is frozen. A uh, little thing about what's going on with the ASA Game Talk Awards, doing year-end awards. Uh, I am going to vote for, um, <laughs> No Man's Sky for Game of the Year and piss everybody off. And <laughs> probably garner the wrath of the internet and be doxed by Anonymous or something. But, um... He's doing the ASA Game Talk Awards, and there's a bunch of different categories for the year, but uh, stay tuned at the end. I'm going to put that on there, so don't drop off at the end where the normal thing goes on there that is outdated and doesn't have all the great information. Um, make sure you hang on for the end for that. And uh, check out the other shows, ASAPodcasting.com, uh, Earwash, uh, Blake, the podcast about podcasts, Um chatterbox is coming back this week after saying we were coming back the last three weeks and we were busy uh skyrim addict obviously fallout feed obviously uh let's play fallout possibly. what's that possibly fallout feed to, to, to probably, well yeah, they may be canceled after, yeah yeah after i listen <laughs> to the episode we'll decide what happens with <laughs> <laughs> We'll decide what happens after I hear this episode of... Uh,
0: if not, at least let me go and give uh, Dennis a spanking.
3: Definitely. Uh, I can do that. I'll pay for your plane fare to Philadelphia. And, uh... <laughs> Colin, I'll drive you to the airport. <laughs> you
0: take care of that end. I'll take care of this end, and yeah, we'll make this happen. <laughs> All I need is a broken chair leg with a rusty nail in it.
4: <laughs> I'm just okay. I'll have I a
0: can look take my, my carry-on. Yeah, I can. Like, I can take that as carry on, right? I don't have to pay extra. I'm pretty
3: or, sure. Or, yeah, as long as, as the, what you
4: need in. to do is just leave them separate and then just put them together that, after that.
0: excellent. It, that's it. Excellent Find point. Find a workbench. That's
3: it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we can nail it together here, and I'll drive you right out there. Listen. <laughs> awesome. um, so, uh, there, uh, Marcus, you have anything you want to plug on here?
4: No, 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 not at the moment. I mean, I'm going to be um, apart from the fact that I'm going to be doing a uh, Fallout let's play at some point soon yes um hopefully we'll get a little bit of audience participation in that um for a couple of the uh bits in the middle of the storyline where where you can go either way oh and, yeah and um we'll, we'll see whether or not that works or not awesome
3: yeah i know uh, and andrew just dropped his uh bards college let's play skyrim uh, mm. let's play skyrim is on a separate feed called let's play skyrim the fallout let's plays are on the fallout feed to can make everything completely confusing, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good idea that way. So, let's play Skyrim is on the Let's Play Skyrim feed and Fallout feed. Let's plays are on the Fallout feed itself. But uh, so, uh, I guess that's all I got for now. Um, make sure you stay tuned for Jeremy, and he will explain the full concept of the ASA Game Talk Awards. Get your votes in for that. All the different categories. You know, vote on whatever categories you're comfortable voting on. Uh, game, I think it was, like, Game of the Year, Best re Um I think it was, like, something like a Comeback of the Year, kind of, um, mm-hmm. or something like that. But, uh, oh, and uh, was it uh, Last of Us 2 was just announced yesterday, so I'm sure he'll be talking about that on Game Talk as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, let's see. i got to pull up GarageBand so I can actually stop the recording. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm rusty still. This is, I'm still rusty. Rap, rap, rap. I'm still blaming vacation. It was over a week ago. I'm still blaming it.
4: Yeah, I was just about to say you spent way too much time at Disneyland.
3: Yeah, I, I'm just going to keep blaming it, though. just going to keep blaming yeah. it. I'll Literally. be back there in a month. So <laughs> getting out of this cold weather. But mm-hmm. uh, take care, everyone. If you want to email the show, SkyrimRackPodcast at com For your roundtable feedback, SkyrimRoundtable at com. And uh, the second episodes are coming up. Second set of episodes are coming up. So get it in for that. All right, Thanks later, re- out, guys.
2: Awesome. <laughs> later, guys. See you. Happy skyrimming. Later,
3: guys.
2: Bye. What's going on, gamers? This is Jeremy of ASA Game Talk. Just wanted to drop a quick line to let you know we are in the process of doing the 2016 ASA Game Talk Game Awards. How does it work, you ask? Well. This is how we're doing it. On episode 32 of Game Talk, Victor, Dennis, and myself got together. We talked about some categories, added some categories, took away some categories, added some more, took away some more. Excuse me. That's what we did on episode 32. And now what we need from the community is, uh, you will see a Facebook post from me, Jeremy Bouts. Uh, that kind of fills you in a little bit on what's happening. It It's a little wordy. I apologize for that. I really should cut that down. It will be cut down for the future postings. But here's what it is. Every few days, I'm going to post four categories, three to four categories, depending on how the numbers work out. And what I'd ask is that you copy and paste that to an email, and you send that email to asagametalk at gmail.com. What we're going to do then is take all the cat or all the nominees, put them in their categories, and then we'll have another show, say mid the uh, mid to late December. Then we will whittle that down to a handful of nominees per category. From there, stick with me, from there what we're going to do is post it category by category <clears throat> as a poll in the Facebook group. And each winner will then be, I guess everyone will know the winner uh, of each category. Uh, maybe not. Maybe I can make the poll results private. Hmm. Something I should have thought of before I cut a promo. Anyways, what we're going to do is post each category day by day, every couple of days. Uh, and then sometime early 2017, first or second episode of this, of the year, we're going to reveal the winners. And what I may do if I get adventurous is figure out how to email each one of these companies devs games whatever it may be or twit Twitter twit whatever the f or twit Jesus man or tweet them and say hey you won 2016 or the ASA game talk most disappointing game of the year award congratulations no man's sky yeah and i i I, like i said i may reach out to some of these devs and do that just just for fun two rules a has to be 2016 can't be before categories kind of give you a little more of the structure b hat the the nominees have to be emailed to asagametalk at gmail.com Those are the two rules. Has to be 2016. Has to be emailed. Cannot be posted to the Facebook group. Those will not be counted. ASAGAMETALK at gmail.com And before I talk way too long on this promo, I'm just going to remind everyone it's the holiday season. Why don't you head on over to Amazon.com. But before you go there, jeez, I think I've been drinking. Before you do that, head on over to ASAPodcasting.com and use that Amazon link. It doesn't cost you anything extra. sends a little bit of love back ASA's way and CFF.org's way, most importantly. So ASAPodcasting.com, click on that Amazon link. Until next time, thanks for your participation. Keep gaming.
4: 18 plus.